Within this video tutorial, I'm going to teach you about terraforming, which is shaping the world around you, literally the ground beneath your feet. Now, there's both a parcel and an estate component to this, and the estate component only applies if you manage or own an estate. Otherwise, if you're the mainland, just the parcel stuff applies. So let's begin with that first, since that is most widespread. First of all, before you ever begin terraforming, you can do it as the owner of a parcel, and you don't have to have this on. In About Land Options, Edit Terrain. This allows other people to terraform. Almost never you want to have that on, because that means they can just disrupt and change the surface and make things look like crap. You don't want that. You probably want just yourself. So it's okay if you keep that off, because you have the permission at all times to modify the terrain you're, you own. Now, let's have a look at the tools. The tools are accessed when you right-click and edit terrain. Usually when you terraform, you want the show owners to be off, because it can be kind of hard to see, but you can keep it on if you want. Right here are the terraform tools. The other ones instead of select land, so all these ones below. Let's have a quick look at each of them. I'm going to, I want to, let's see, raise some land first. Okay, And when I come out here, you notice there's a bulldozer cursor with little dots. They're a bit hard to see, but they are dots. And I can change the radius, not quite the radius, it's not a circle, but I can change the size of the brush that I use to terraform with. Right now it's on small. So I click, what I'm doing is clicking and holding down. You can click multiple times like that, tap, 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 tap. Let me zoom in. I want to give you a really good view of this. It's a bit hard on that. So tap, 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 tap. And I can just hold down and make these organic kind of shapes. It's like Jack Nicholas style making a golf course, you know, yo. Ah, if you think that's too small brush, you can change between that and medium and large. So medium, let's have a look at medium, it's slightly larger. Okay, and you notice it's getting greener, that's because of terrain texture blends. That's something that's controlled estate-wide. And large. Okay, so this is even larger still, we do it in this corner, you notice it's gonna affect a larger surface area. So large, we have it right there. Isn't this exciting? We're shaping the world as we know it right before our eyes. Just checking these different tools, it's a lot of fun. Medium and small. It's like a paintbrush, really. You can just shape the earth as you see fit. And you can, of course, draw in kind of canyons and valleys and, and hills, rolling hills, kind of like Bob Ross, you know. Happy little ground, happy terrain. Look at that, look at that. And this is on land I own. You can't go above and, and terraform other people's land. So right now, you notice it's not affecting, oh, it shouldn't be able to do that. The reason why I can actually is because that land is, I'm an estate manager for that land. <laughs> That's why I can modify it. Don't worry about that, though. Let's just go back here. And let's look at lower land. So lower is the opposite of raise, and it works also with the brushes. I can lower it there. I can lower it here. Okay. Flatten land makes it level. Like most of this was pretty flat. And then I can do it. I can just flatten this out. And this one, you can do it in a massaging kind of kneading action like a circle. And I would just flatten things out. Just flatten them out like that. And there you go. If you do it in a circle like that, there we have it. And it's, it's more flat, you see? More flat. Okay, and then here, smooth and roughen. Roughen is good for organic, craggy stuff like mountains. It's going to make, it does some raising action, but at the same time, it makes it kind of roughed up. 
and smooth would turn mountains more into gentle, rolling hills, so relaxed. Okay, so you can use all those as your paintbrushes, different kinds of brush, and revert. What this does is it reverts things to the original land's shape. So this is actually, this is what it was before. And how this is determined is when we put out new land, we already, it's called pre-baking. We already bake it with a default shape, which is reasonably pleasable. I mean, reasonably pleasing. <laughs> and revert, just reverts it back to that default. So if you did some terraform stuff and you're like, I wanted to get back to the way it was, where it, when, how the land originally was. Not necessarily how the previous owner had it, but how the land originally was when we rolled the land out and set it up for you to buy or other residents to buy. Then revert land would do that. I should make very clear Apply to selection. This is one of the greatest tricks because if you're tired of brushwork, manual brushwork, and you want to affect a whole parcel or you want to select parts of it, use apply to selection. I can show you this very easily by clicking and selecting. So now we have this yellow selection. Now when I choose one of these tools, like see roughen, and then I apply to selection, when I click that, it will make everything within that selection rough, okay? within a single step. So it's like a big brush that way. So it's all roughening it up. It's making it rougher. If I want to flatten it all out, then I just select that, then flatten out. It's flattening it out. When I raise it, then raise, raise, and raise is probably the most obvious with this because you see it's getting raised, raised, raised. Now, at one point you're saying, ah, oh, that looks freaking ugly, like some sort of square ass volcano. Well, that's because I'm on a private estate, and on a private estate, you can move the terrain 100 meters up or down, that's plus or minus, from its original position, which means that you can make it really high or really low. But on the mainland, for the majority of the cases, you can only move something plus or four, uh, minus four meters, okay, plus or minus four meters. Let me go over to Grasmere and show you that. We're back in Grasmere where I will proceed to ruin my front lawn for your benefit. <laughs> now, I can know that Grasmere, I can prove that it's on the mainland by clicking here and going to Covenant tab. Right here it says estate mainland. If it's not the mainland, if it's a private estate, then it'll say something else here and it'll give an estate owner name. Now, knowing that it's on the mainland, by far and large, I'd say well over 99% of the land on the mainland and all the new regions have a terraform variance of plus or minus four meters, which means you could push it up a maximum of four or push it down a, a minimum of four meters from its original position, from when the region was brought online by us and originally terraformed, okay? There's a few exceptions, and those are very, very old historical regions like Daboom, where land is expensive and rare for that reason. But by far and large, we put this constraint in place primarily because it gives you a certain degree of freedom to work with the land, but at the same time, you can't go and make gaping, weathering heights and, <laughs> and things like that. So if I were to right-click now, edit terrain, and select, remember, select land and select a single square here, and if I was to push it up, raise land and keep apply to selection pushed, now you notice I can push it up a certain amount but it will only go up to this height. It will go no further. And now I can smooth it out. I should take care of this later. But that was just a quick example to show you the limit on the mainland, which will apply by far in most cases. It's a pretty safe general rule to go by. 
We're back at Delicious for more adventures and fun in extreme terraforming. And special thank you to Guy and Harmony of our concierge team, Langaroos, for their tips and tricks in helping me figure some of this out. Something else I'd like to mention here is, you know, your right-click edit terrain and how it by default shows that yellow selection. Well, if you want to modify and terraform the entire parcel, make sure you want to do this, then you don't have to select anything else. Just select one of these tools, and as you see, it'll apply to the entire parcel. Sometimes you want to do this, but if you don't, don't click that by accident, because that can be kind of nasty. But it changes it back, moves it back up, can smooth or roughen the whole thing. See, the whole thing is getting smoother, or now it's getting rougher. Now it's time to look at the estate controls. This only applies if you own or manage an estate. So for the majority of people watching this, this will hopefully make you want to get an estate. <laughs> you have to go to, and by the way, this is closely linked to with parcel terraforming, but on a broader scale. You'll want to go to the world menu and region and estate. And here we go. We have controls under ground textures. You say, hey, these look kind of familiar, and yes, because they are the same textures used here. These are defaults. We provide a reasonably ample selection, reasonably ample weight, that doesn't make sense. But if you go to inventory in your library folder, library, then textures, open up textures, and we have various textures here that for terrain, like terrain, and then you open it up and you'll see ones that can be used suitably. You can also upload your own. Remember, they must be 512 by 512. They must follow these specs. Otherwise, they won't work. If you have other textures you would like to use, you can click and drag them onto these squares. And then by clicking Apply, it will change from grass to this wet sand. Let me move this to the side so you can get a better view. I'm all about showing you and telling you. Apply. And now it's changed just like that. Notice how they're cross-faded, so no matter what textures you use, they should be seamlessly tiling for best results, but they can easily get a very nice gradient blend result. You want something crazier, you can go ahead and you can use any texture you got, really. Just start selecting uh, other kinds of weird textures there. I got some of my twirly textures that I'm going to pull out. Some of them are pretty crazy. Oh, some of the water normal maps. Okay, that would do. And let's see, what else can we pull up here for snow and just grab something. So here we have a, kind of a, a random mix. And for artistic purposes, if you're going to spend the money for an entire region, you also have the privilege of doing this. Oh, that's too large. Too bad. See, I should have followed those rules, eh? So let me find something that, let's see if that works. Okay, let's see now. Oh, gosh, we are in crazy alien land. By doing this, it lets you make some pretty bizarre extraterrestrial landscapes. That's the basics. It's as easy as choosing different textures to apply here, from low to high, high being the one on top, and we haven't even reached that altitude. I'm sure, though, if I edit this and I keep raising this, that we're going to see more of that texture. It's called couch, sort of uh, this orange-y thing. So I'm going to raise this here and apply. Just keep pushing that up. And there we go, at the very crest of it. So this is a good way to see the terrain ranges. And in addition, you can change those texture elevation ranges. These can be varied according to cardinal sorts of directions. 
The best way to learn this is probably to play with it. Keep a note of what the settings are beforehand, and then after that, you can go ahead and tinker around with it. Like if I was to set this 10, 20, 30, 40. I'm just typing in some random numbers, by the way. I don't have a specific plan in mind, but I just want to show you what changed numbers would do. Some more explanation about these texture elevation ranges. Why it says southwest, northwest, and so on is because you can think of it as the blend from each corner, see the minimap here, each corner of the region, minimap on and off, I mean, off and on, <laughs> is going to have a different variation if you so choose. Like, let's pick the southwest corner. And let's set low, because I'm standing about 20 meters. This coordinate is the height right now, 20 meters. And let's set the high to be very high. That means that instead of these, which are just set to zero and just showing the high texture, it's going to have a very gradual blend from this low to the high, even though these textures look nothing alike. Apply that. And as you can clearly see on the map, let me just zoom out on the map, it's just showing the low texture there, and then it blends in from the southwest corner, just like it says. And if you want something coming from the northeast corner, then you can set that zero, I mean, 20 to, say, 50. It can be sort of similar, but different, and apply that. And as you can see, it's coming in from that corner, too, while these other corners have been relatively left untouched. Now, sometimes it doesn't make so much sense to set ranges to a height you don't actually have. Like if your highest peak is only 50 meters, why change that to 100 meters? Sometimes you can do it for aesthetic effects, though. Like I could set this to 500, and it would just take it over with the low texture. If I'm going to apply it, you'll notice how prominent that becomes. So keep that in mind. Ooh, those look really warbly and weird like eyes. OK, on with the show. Terrain tab, fittingly. What this allows you to do there are several benefits to this. Now, I'm not the estate owner here, but if I was, then I could click these. By using raw terrain files, these are terrain files you create outside an image editor or uh, a map manipulation program, then you can change the entire terrain at once. You don't have to terraform by hand. That's very handy. You can click these for more help. It tells you about this. I think there's some things that are broken with this spec, so unfortunately it doesn't work well to define the height fields and parcel permissions as it should. Otherwise, it would be better to automate. Hopefully that gets fixed, but just letting you know of this option. And you can back it up, of course, by downloading Baked Terrain. Remember before when I told you about the revert when you go to Edit and Revert? Well, Baked Terrain is directly related to that. When you bake something, it sets the default point. So whatever you revert to, it reverts to that default point. This is very good if you shape terrain yourself, and then you're going to sell uh, or rent it out to your uh, tenants, and they want to come on, and you want to bake it before they get there, and you're pleased shape. Otherwise, if they revert, it may go back to the default island shape or whatever was there before. So when you get terrain to a place where you say, this is a good starting point, and this is really pleasing, then make sure to bake it. Some of these other options I should cover in another sort of guide. But terrain, raise and lower on private estates, you notice maximum of 100, minimum of a minus 100. And on the mainland, it's, and it's, it's limited on the mainland to 4 and minus 4. But I'm not going to apply that. You have to apply that for the changes to happen. And water height, you can make the hot water go higher if you want. Like I can set it to be like 100. And then we're going to end up in the land of the floods like that. And I'm like, I've got to fly out of the water. That's a lot of water. If you want to. This allows for a lot of creativity, of course, when you're terraforming and let the world be yours. Wow, that, that's a lot of water there. 
uh, Noah would have a good time, or maybe not, but you know what I'm saying, or not. <laughs> so these are other sorts of estate options. I should get to these as part of another guide, but I just want to show you the ground textures and how that affects. And be sure to look at our knowledge base. We've got some great informative articles there about how different blend ranges and things like that would affect your overall terraforming look and success. It's always a good idea to get the ground. Let me lower the water down. That's really bothering me now. Apply. <laughs> Just like that, the water has receded, and now we're kind of in a desert fractal watermelon area. And I bet if I turn it to midnight or sunset, it'll be even crazier looking. Yeah. And remember with our new wind light technology, I'm just going to show this quick, so, because it, it's so quick to get great results. You can just go and change up to other sorts of looks right there, you know. There we can have something which is great for machinima making a movie or some sort of surreal set. And this is just going to keep getting better, folks. So let me just go back to where it was, uh, whatever. There we go. Uh, okay, back to midday settings, back to sort of an earth and sun with a crazy terraform mountain. But as I was saying, these are terraforming basics and how to get you started. It shows you what tools do what, and I hope you have a great time with this. I'm just pulling and closing all these windows. Remember, right-click, edit terrain, and you open this up here and you select the various tools. Remember that you can select land, whether it's on the whole parcel or select a specific square that you want to. Oh, that's really hard to see. Let me go right on top here. Yeah, it's really stretched there. But you can select that and the different sorts of tools we have, and it tells you the area of availability, what's going to affect. Alrighty then. Enjoy this, and let me know what you come up with.